uh, Pastor Bruce, and um, just wanted to come to you today and uh, address a question I've, I've been getting a lot of and that I see a lot of on on TV. I've seen a lot of protests, um, and in those protests, there seems to be a lot of uh, people who are using biblical references, uh, especially to uh, with regards to the mark of the beast. And so uh, there was a wonderful article that came out today um, in um, Lagos, if you have that software, uh, in their academic blog uh, by Dr. Matthew Halstead, where he talks about COVID-19 and the mark of the beast. And so I really just wanted to um, to kind of lay some biblical groundwork um, to give some give you understanding, some some eschatology, some things about the end times, um, and specifically about the Book of Revelation, um, and so how that you can um, know that even though everything we see today is setting the stage. Uh, for what is to come, and so there's nothing that's going on that, that God doesn't know, that God isn't sovereignly in control, and that God's using each and every day to bring about his plan and ultimately to, to bring about um, a new age, a new heaven, a new earth. Um, and so the question I've been getting a lot of deals uh, mostly around a vaccine, uh, and if we're required to take a vaccine or if they try to mandate a vaccine, could that be the mark of the beast? I know there's some, some work being done where they implant uh, kind of a, a chip under the skin so that they can scan it and see your medical history, medical record. Um, and so the, the, the question I've been getting a lot of is, could this be the mark of the beast? And, and so I want to answer the question, but I want to answer it biblically. I want to, want to look in Revelation and share a few things. Um, and so I think the, the gist of the question would be this, can Christians accidentally take the mark of the beast? And I want to answer that just first up front. The answer is no, we can't accidentally take the mark of the beast. The second question would be, uh, could we, could something medically, uh, could medical technology um, or, or us taking something to, to be healthy or, or to try to stop from being sick or allowing our kids to, to take a vaccine, could that be... Um, ultimately receiving the mark of the beast without knowing and the answer to that is no because when we see the mark of the beast has nothing to do with medical procedures or, or, or trying to keep others safe or healthy so i want to share i want to give you some background to that though i don't just want to say yes or no i actually want to read scripture i want to share with you what it says about the mark of the beast i also want to share what i think is one of the biggest problems um in the way we we re regard revelation it seems like we look at revelation as a book that glorifies satan and destruction and disaster and and how bad things are going to be when the book of revelation uh was meant to bring hope to those uh, who have placed their hope in jesus christ so the book of revelation is a book of hope and victory and uh, how christ is going to rule and reign and how he is already ruling and reigning uh, but it seems like what we see in society, and especially on social media and even in, in protests with signs about the mark of the beast, is that you would almost think that the book of Revelations is more about the beast than it is about Christ. And, and so that, that's what I want to share first, is make sure that our focus of Revelation is on the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ and those who have their identity in him. And, and so just want to start with uh, Revelation 13 is really where we see the mark of the beast. And so I want to share, I want to read what that looks like and how it's closely tied 
uh, to the worship of the beast and not to uh, some accidentally, I got, I got an injection or I got a vaccine or I was given a barcode or, or you know, the numbers on my visa card, uh, the last four are uh, 666. Um, and so I, I just want to address those issues because I, w I don't want you to be unaware of what Scripture says. Because when we're unaware of what Scripture is talking about, it can lead to fear. And, and, I, and I, that's my fear is that we have Christians who have the hope of the Lord Jesus Christ, who are born-again believers, um, and they're fearing what's happening as, as if the, this is uh, the end times and the work of the beast. And so I want to share that. So if you have your Bibles or when you get a chance to look at your Bibles, of course, Revelation 13 is really where it talks about the mark of the beast. I want to start with 11, and, and I just want to read from Revelation 11 to Re Revelation uh, verse 18 in chapter 13 of the book. It says then, then I saw another beast rising out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, and it spoke like a dragon. It exercises all authority over the first beast in his presence and makes the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose mortal wound was healed. And so I want you to see there in, in verse 12 that the component of the mark of the beast is the worship of the beast. And so, so it says very clearly that the second beast comes uh, and all the inhabitants uh, on the earth, or, or those who are inhabitants who worship the first beast, uh, 13 says uh, it performs great signs, even making fire come down from heaven to earth in front of people. And by the signs that it is allowed to work, and in the presence of the beast, it deceives those who dwell on earth, telling them to make an image for the beast that was wounded by the sword and yet lived, and it was allowed to give breath to the image of the beast so that the image of the beast might even speak and might cause those who would not worship the image of the beast to be slain. Also, it causes all, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slave, to be marked on the right hand or the forehead so that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark, that is, the name of the beast or the number of the beast, um, this calls for wisdom. Let the one who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 666. Uh, so this is where um, people are taking, uh, or a lot of times where they draw their conclusions about what the mark of the beast is like, what, what it's going to look for. What I'd like to share with you is many people don't know that in the book of Revelations, as it's talking about uh, those who are going to follow the beast and worship the beast, they receive the mark of the beast. But Revelation also talks about those who give their life to Christ, those who find their hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. In Revelation 7 and also in Revelation 14, which picks up right from where I stopped, it talks about those who are found in Christ. And for those who are in Christ, it also says that on their forehead, they receive the mark of, of Christ. In fact, when I read uh, Revelation 14, starting verse 1, it says, Then I looked, and behold, on Mount Zion stood the Lamb, and with him 144,000 who had his name and his father's name on their foreheads. And so when we read Revelation, it appears that what, what John is saying is that the mark of the beast is more about an identification of who you already are um, than something that can accident, accidentally be taken or accepted without notice. 
And, and so those who receive the mark of God on their foreheads, one of the things you don't see, it's kind of interesting that you see Christians today who are marching and running around and, and, and really just protesting uh, about the mark of the beast or, or making an assumption uh, that something they may do could be the mark of the beast, you don't see those same people running out to tattoo parlors to have the name of God tattooed on their forehead uh, when, when Scripture clearly says that those who worship the beast will have his number, his mark on their forehead or right hand. And then the very next verse says those who are in Christ will have God's name and his son's name or the son's name and his father's name tattooed on their forehead or marked on their forehead as well. And so as we read these things, it, it seems pretty evident uh, that all of this is a case because there's two marks. So, so I just want to make sure that as believers, we understand that Revelation not only talks about the mark of the beast, but it also talks about the mark of those who were in Christ. Uh, the 144,000, those who've been sealed, those who are dressed in white, those who are under the altar, those who John sees and says, who are these? Uh, and John says that they have the mark of God across their forehead. And so you rarely hear Christians running around looking at technology to say, boy, when are we going to begin to receive marks on our forehead for those who follow Christ? But rather people are looking everywhere they can to try to find or to avoid this mark of the beast. And so when we read Revelation 14 very clearly, and Revelation 7, 1 through 8 deals with uh, the mark of God, a little more in-depth than even Revelation 14. But, but what I would encourage you to do is to read Revelation 13, read Revelation 14, that they read right together. Revelation 13 at the end talks about those who worship the beast and they will receive the mark of the beast. It, it's, it's really a mark for those who are already actively worshiping the beast. And so my, my first uh, advice or, or good news actually is this. You can't receive the mark of the beast unless you're actively worshiping the beast, unless you are already under the control of the world, unless you are uh, have already decided that, that you're going to do it your way and not God's way. And so Revelation makes it very clear that if I'm in Christ, then I will have the mark of Christ on my forehead. That if I am worshiping the beast, then I'll have the mark of the beast on my right hand or on my forehead. And so it seems to be a comparison to who we belong to as people. Uh, who, to whom does our allegiance lie? This is what Revelation's really talking about. And so it's not talking about where the beast somehow underhandedly gets people to accept the mark of the beast. These are people who are actively worshiping the beast already. And so the mark is actually just representative of who they already are, just like those who receive the mark of God or, or as Revelation says, have the mark of God on their forehead. It's really a reflection of those who are already worshiping God. It's, it's who we belong to. It's who we've made our allegiance to. And so I just want to give you a little bit of comfort today and answer this question that seems to be hanging over a lot of people's head of can I accidentally receive the mark of the beast? And the answer to that is not according to Scripture. According to Scripture, you can't accidentally take the mark of the beast. Now, I want to make it very clear 
that that I do not like the any government telling our people what they have to do. So so don't mistake what I'm saying as someone who is advocating for a, a mandatory vaccine. I'm not. I'm not advocating a mandatory vaccine. I'm not advocating that there be. Um, uh, a, a barcode or a chip that be inserted so that, that our medical records can be obtained by scanning. I'm not advocating any of those things. In fact, I, I'm opposed to those things. I, I believe that vaccines should be optional. It should be up to a, a parent and a doctor and, and what's best for our children. So I'm not advocating for that. But what I am saying is that a vaccine, according to Scripture and in the book of Revelations, does not fit anything close to what would be the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast is a sign that represents those who are actively worshiping the beast. Uh, so, so read Revelation 13, where it talks about the mark of the beast, and what you find is that, that people are already worshiping the beast, and then they receive his mark, Read 14, and you find out those who worship God receive the mark of God on their forehead. And so I don't believe that Christians are going to have to go out and get a tattoo on their forehead in order to, to worship God. Uh, but I believe it's a symbol that all will know those who worship God, and all those will know who worship the beast. Uh, so so I I'm, I'm just really want to caution you. I really do, because... It's kind of scary when you see all the information that seems to be out there. And I just want to tell you that I've consulted several biblical scholars because I've had questions asked to me personally. And my expertise is not in eschatology. It's not in the book of Revelations. It's not what I focus my thesis or my dissertation on. Um, it, it's something I feel like I, I've studied and I know well. Uh, but I've spoken to New Testament scholars who have done their dissertations on eschatology. And, and just want you to know that I have not found a single biblical scholar who, who believes that people can accidentally, uh, without, without intentionally accepting the mark of the beast. And so I just want us to kind of calm some fears. Because the book of Revelation is not meant to bring fear to believers. In fact, it's a book of encouragement. It's a book of victory. It's a book that declares there's only one worthy to, to take and open the scrolls, and the only one worthy is the Lord Jesus Christ. And even though it talks about the beast, it talks about the, the beast in reference to ultimately his defeat and his destruction. And so we spend a lot of time, it seems like, even in Christian circles, where we focus on revelation, our focus is on uh, those disastrous things like like the beast and, and the control he has, when the book of Revelations is absolutely not about that. The, the book of Revelation is about the defeat of the beast. It, it's about Christ's ultimate victory. So I, I just want you to know, I'm not, again, I'm not advocating anything about a vaccine or, or not a vaccine. I just want to calm some fears. I, I just want us to, as good godly people who are seeing things out there and who are reading things out there, who love the Lord, who study their Bible, uh, right? But but are, are kind of being pulled in and deceived by some of this stuff. And I want, I want our fears to be calmed because if you read the book of Revelation, you've already won victory over this world. 
And so if you belong to Christ, you can't accept the mark of the beast. Yet. Why? Because you have the mark of God on your forehead. Right? It's those who are actively worshiping the beast. It's those who are, who are actively giving themselves over to the world, to the darkness in this world. Those are the people who receive the mark of the beast. And they don't have to be forced to receive the mark of the beast. They're, they're more than willing to wear the badge of honor of worshiping the beast. And so, listen, whether or not you, you believe in a, in, a, in a vaccine that should be mandated or not, that, that's your personal prerogative. And again, I'm not advocating for mandatory vaccines. I don't like the idea of anybody telling me what I have to do or what my family has to do. I don't like that idea. It seems uh, very much contrary to, to what this country's founded on. So I want, I want that out there because I'm going to have somebody I know that by putting this out on Facebook, there's going to be somebody who's going to bash the fact that I'm, you know, deceived and, and I believe in uh, universal vaccines. And I think I'm not advocating any of those things. I, I don't believe in any of those things. I, I stay sick. Um, it seems like every virus that comes around, I find some way to get it. Um, if there's a vaccine that's been tested that works, the odds are I don't. I'll probably take it for my own personal health, but more for my family, um, because my job requires me to to be around sick people when things open back up. And, and so for me I, personally, but that's a decision I want to personally get to make. Uh, it's not something I feel like the government should tell me I have to take a vaccine. But what I want to do is to start settling some of the fears, start, start kind of um, showing you what, what Scripture really says about the mark of the beast. And, and fortunately, vaccines aren't something that, that even could remotely possibly be a part of what the mark of the beast is. Again, you don't have to take it. You don't have to like it. I don't have to take it. I don't have to like it. Or you may want to take it. And all that's fine. We may call it an infringement on our rights, we may say that some of our rights are being taken away, but we just biblically cannot say that a vaccine is the mark of the beast. Even if the government says this is a mandatory vaccine, it is not the mark of the beast. And I again, I don't want you to take my word for it. I just want you to read scripture. I just want you to turn to Revelation 13. In Revelation 13, you read all about the mark of the beast. And what you find, again, is that it's those who worship the first beast, the, the, that beast who has a mortal wound to his head and is, is resurrected. Those who worship him will be given the mark of the beast. But if you read 14, those who worship God will be given the mark of God. And not don't just stop there. Go back to Revelation 7. And in Revelation 7, what you're going to read is the, is the same thing. You're going to read that those who belong to God have the name of God and, and the name of Christ on their forehead. And so all of us are going to have a mark. Right? Every single one of us, when it comes to the end of days and the end of ages, when, when Christ returns to rule and reign, we'll all have a mark. The question is, will your mark be the mark of God or your mark be the mark of the beast? And the mark of the beast comes after worship of the beast. It comes after giving your allegiance to the beast. You don't receive the mark of beast and then worship the beast. The mark of beast is given the mark of the beast is given to those who worship the beast. While the mark of God is given to those who in obedience and by faith have received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. If Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, 
If you are a born-again believer and Christian, the book of Revelations is just a record of the victory you're going to receive that's already been won in Christ Jesus. And so if you're a born-again believer, you can't receive the mark of the beast. Why? Because you already have the mark of God. You're already sealed by the Holy Spirit of God. It, it is a, uh, a guarantee of your inheritance to come. And so I just, yeah, let, me, let me say, there's two things I think that, that kind of, to summarize my whole purpose for this. And I tell you what, I'm really not looking forward to those people who are going to uh, put something negative on there. Uh, I don't care. Uh, but but I, I want you to hear what I'm saying, and I want you to hear what I'm not. There are two things to say about this. One, there are assumptions about revelations that treat Satan like he is the star of end-time speculations, and it breeds unnecessary fear in really good, godly people. And second, these views are just wrong. Neither the dragon, the first beast, or, or the beast, the second beast, or the stars of the show in the book of Revelations deal with Satan or anything satanic. Jesus Christ is absolutely the star of the book of Revelations. Right? The point of Revelations to reveal and uncover the victory of the Lamb and the victory that the Lamb shares with his people. Jesus is the focus of Revelation. And this, quite frankly, um, is becoming rather old news. right? In fact, it's 2,000 years old. It's basic theology, and yet it's ignored, and many times it's ignored by us who are Christians. And so I just want to I just want to take a minute because I, I really believe that many people have been misguided, uh, eschatologically speaking, with a lot of hype and sensationalism that has very little to do with theological pursuit or really understanding Scripture or understanding the Bible. It's become like a certain type of political weapon uh, that, that the right uh, can use to stir up their base or that the, the left will minimize uh, to try to stir their base up. And I just want to say, listen, let, let's not play their game. As believers in Christ, let's really dig into the Word of God. Read the book of Revelation. It is, it's a beautiful book. It's not that hard to understand. I want you to understand, every time Revelation talks about something symbolically, it within the next paragraph or passage, it will explain exactly what it means literally. And so read Revelation. It's, it's a book that you can read and understand. But when it comes to this topic of the mark of the beast, the mark of God, uh, then really, I, I just want you to, you can really focus on two chapters in Revelation. You can look at Revelation 13, where it talks about the beast and how those who worship the beast receive a mark. And then those who don't worship the beast who do not receive the mark, how there's going to be, uh, it, it basically will require their life for them uh, in, in, the, um, in the tribulation uh, because they have rejected uh, the mark of the beast. How did they reject the mark of the beast? Because they rejected worshiping the beast. And so I want you to understand that the mark of the beast is not a political weapon. It, 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 the, the mark of the beast has nothing to do with medical innovation 
Again, I'm not advocating. I don't like mandatory max, uh, vaccines. I don't like it, uh, not one bit, but it's not the mark of the beast. Now, I, I believe that all the technology we see being developed today could certainly be used um, by the beast uh, to come in the book of Revelation. So I'm, I'm not downplaying that the technology we find allows us to look at the book of Revelation and say, wow, this stuff could be done today using the technology we have. But what I want you to understand is that you cannot be tricked into the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast comes after you worship, after you give your obedience and your loyalty to the beast. And so the only way you receive the mark of the beast is when you worship the beast. Again, Revelation 14, those who are in Christ have the mark of God on their forehead. So there, there is, there's the mark of the beast for those who worship him, and there's the mark of God for those who worship God. And you can find that in Revelation 13 and Revelation 14. You'll also find more about the mark of God in the book of Revelation than you do the mark of the beast. Because in, in Revelation 7, John talks there also about having the mark of God on their foreheads. And, and so just isn't it something that it just amazes me of all the talk there is about the mark and how little conversation there is concerning the mark of God in our life. And so for all those Christians who are carrying all these signs and, and, and uh, using revelations to, uh, to back up their protest, I just want to say, Listen, let's not play that game with Scripture. Uh, let, let's look at the Scripture. Let's let Scripture interpret itself. And listen, if you want to find something out there, if you really want, if you really want to believe that every single thing is a, is a conspiracy, and I'm not saying they're not. There are a lot of things out there I think are really shady. And so I'm not advocating any of those things. There's just some shady stuff out there. But if you're really looking for conspiracies, you can find them. You can put the pieces together. You can use bits and pieces of Scripture to, to back up what your belief is. But what I'm asking you to do is to begin with the Scripture and see what Scripture says about this. Now, I wanted to put this post up because as soon as I share this post, I'm also going to attach, I'm going to share an article that I, I told you about earlier, an, an article written by Dr. Matthew um, Alstead, he's a PhD. This is where he's done his study. And he talks about many of the same things that I've addressed, but he does it just in, in paragraph form. And he's very detailed. And I really would encourage you that if you're someone who has kind of been afraid uh, of how all the stuff going on today, whether it be COVID-19, whether it be vaccines, whether it be numerology things, numbers, um, then I want to encourage you to read this article because I really think it will kind of de-escalate our fears. Revelation is the Christian's book of victory. And so when we think of Revelations as Christians, man, we ought to be excited because it's the story of our victory already been won by Christ Jesus. And when we allow Satan, when we give Satan this this spotlight, right? That, oh, it, this is the mark. This could be the mark of the beast, this, this fear here. When we allow our fears to drive us based on the book of Revelation as Christians, we've completely 
lost perspective about what revelation is really about. This is the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ to John about the ultimate victory of Christians. And so please don't just take other people's word for it. Read. Read Revelation chapter 13 and what it says about the mark of the beast. Read Revelation 14 and what it says about the mark of God, both on the forehead. And what you'll find is that the marks are probably related more to who people already are than who people are becoming. What do I mean by that? Those who receive the mark of the beast are those who are already actively worshiping the beast. And those who receive the mark of God are those who have placed their trust in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and are already actively involved in worshiping God. And so I wonder how many Christians out there don't even know that where, where Revelation talks about the mark of the beast, it also talks about the mark of God for believers. And then finally, let's just not make Satan the hero or the, uh, the, the central character in the book of Revelation. Jesus Christ is the hero. Jesus Christ is the sinner. Jesus Christ is the only one who is worthy. And he unrolls the scroll and he lays out for us what's going to take place and how he has ultimate victory already over the things of this world and how we are already secure uh, when we put our faith and trust in him and receive the Holy Spirit, we are now sealed. Holy Spirit is our guarantee. And we cannot receive the mark of beast as Christians. And so I just ask you, pray about it. Read your Bible. See what scripture says. I, again, I don't, I don't like mandatory vaccines. I don't think it's right. I'm not advocating it. So please don't leave here and say, oh, the pastor over there at Buffalo, he's just all for mandatory vaccines. And he, uh, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. At the same time, I'm not opposed to vaccines in general. Uh, and one of the things I know is you cannot accidentally receive the mark of the beast. You receive the mark of the beast because you are actively worshiping the beast. How do I receive the mark of God? By putting my faith and trust in Jesus Christ. So make sure you look at Revelation 13 and 14. It, it'll only take a few minutes, and I believe it'll de-escalate a lot of the fears and concerns we have as Christians. Um, so read that. See it. It's obvious. Of course, there, there are marks of Christ and marks of the beast. But when is the last time you heard of someone uh, talking about the mark of God that's on all believers that's found also in the very next passage after where it talks about the mark of beast for those who worship the beast. And so I just want to caution you. Um, read it for yourself. Study it for yourself. I'm going to attach an article to our church uh, Facebook page. I'm going to share it there. Dr. Gary Yates, who's a great professor at, uh, at Liberty School of Divinity, um, uh, shared the article, uh, and, uh, and I'm going to just share it to our church page it's not very long. Take, take five minutes. Read it. See the reasoning behind it, the theology behind it, what Scripture says about it. And I really believe it'll calm a lot of fears. It'll calm a lot of anxiety that many of us have faced or uh, come, come into contact with. Uh, listen, if you belong to Christ, there is nothing that will snatch you out of his hand. Uh, certainly not a vaccine. 
And so listen, um, take heart, be encouraged. Jesus Christ already won the victory. We're already victorious, and that's what Revelation is about. So live as though you have the mark of God written across your forehead, because if you belong to him, you do. God bless you all. I, I pray that this would be helpful, and, uh, and I pray you take some time to read. Uh, talk to you soon.